Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. Today is the memorial of the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. My name is Bill Winnell, once again joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Hey, good morning, Bill. Uh, today, Father is going to reflect a little bit on the memorial itself uh, and then also on the gospel. So we'll get started with that. Gospel according to St. Luke. When Jesus looked up, he saw some wealthy people putting their offerings into the treasury, and he noticed a poor widow putting in two small coins. He said, I tell you truly, this poor widow put in more than all the rest. For those others have all made offerings from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has offered her whole livelihood. Father. Okay, good morning, everyone. And why don't we start with a prayer today to Our Lady, asking her to intercede in the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just ask today as we look at this gospel of the, of the uh, widow who gave all she had, and also this feast day of Our Lady who gave all she had for her son, Jesus Christ, and for us. We ask you to help us to be more, um, you know, just more conscious of our vocation and to giving more than we want sometimes uh, for your glory. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, well, so today's, a, a, you know, sort of a more obscure feast day, but it's a beautiful feast day called the Presentation of Our Lady. And tradition has it that... Um, Today we celebrate the fact that when Mary, the Blessed Mother, was three years old, uh, her parents dedicated her to God, and they brought her to the temple where she stayed until she was 14 years old, until she was betrothed to Joseph, to be a servant in the temple. Uh, so the question is, I mean, it just seems odd that you know parents would drop their kids off at you know you know the church and leave them there until they were 14, but. Um, and I was kind of looking at the historical background, and apparently in some, you know, historical uh, things like by, jo by Josephus, apparently, there was um, a school of temple virgins in Jerusalem or kind of an altar guild that fulfilled the necessary tasks of the temple. So they were raised by some women, you know, obviously too old enough to do things. And then once they were old enough, they were taught to wash the vestments of the priest that would be stained by the animal blood. Um, kind of prepare the liturgical linens and uh, weaving the veil of the temple and uh, and also partaking in liturgical prayer. So Mary was like basically her whole childhood was spent worshiping God and serving at the temple, which is, and she herself is sort of, you know, she is the Ark of the Covenant. She herself as the temple held God's presence. She herself in her womb would, um, would have God in her womb when she was 14 or 15 years old, when she conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, there's some biblical background to this, too, because in Exodus chapter 38, 8, it mentions women who, quote, watch at the door of the tabernacle. Okay, so there were women that stayed in the, in the sort of the temple area or where they got. And then also in 1 Samuel 2, 22, uh, it says, now Heli was very old and he heard of all that the sons did to all Israel and how they lay with the women that waited at the door of the tabernacle. So there's references of women who, who stayed. Um, in the temple. All right. So, uh, so basically what does that, what does that mean to us? That so Mary just sort of spent her whole uh, beginning of her life serving God and preparing for her vocation to be the mother of God in the house of God. So, um, so that's that. And today's gospel is, you know, it's, it's like about this woman and uh, who gave all that she had in the temple area. And once again, we see this image of the temple like there. And here it says, um, it says, some wealthy people put in the Jesus looked at as he saw 
some wealthy people putting their offerings into the treasury, and he noticed a poor woman putting two small coins. And she said, he said, I tell you truly that this poor widow put in more than all the rest, for all others have made offerings from their surplus wealth, but she from her poverty, she gave all her livelihood. And, you know, you know, I guess this gospel kind of teaches us that um, I'm sure the apostles were struck by Jesus' statement. And it is amazing that this poor widow would have remembered for all of history for this one action. I mean, you just step back and like, you know, she really did not do much except put two calls, small, small coins, and she'll remember it in the Gospels till the kingdom come, you know. And, and, and uh, but what, what's to be said here is that um, she's kind of given from the heart and she's given all she has. And our Lord kind of makes the point is that um, many of us at times, we give from our surplus wealth, right? So, I mean, I mean, let's just start with, you know, tithing. Um, you know, I recently was talking to my bookkeeper about, uh, you know, since I've been away and, and I, the, the collection's going down and this and that. But, I, you know, to be honest, though, it's, I, it's in many Catholic churches, like tithing's not a big deal, big thing. I mean, some people really understand it, but I think people kind of, like stick whatever's in their pocket into the basket. You know, if they have a couple of bucks, like here, they give their like leftovers to God, but then, uh, you know, they go to Noli's, you know, for dinner and, you know, which is a beautiful restaurant. I, I love going there, but, you know, and probably do the best for themselves. And I, and I think too is, you know, in, in aspects of our life, you know, what we can pray about is where are we given from our surplus and not from our, our, you know, our well being. And so, I mean, that could be an, many aspects of life, but I think first and foremost, tying in with this today's gospel, I mean, and also in this feast day, is our prayer life. I mean, I think we could just start there, is do we give God, like, the leftover time we have, you know, after we've checked all the blogs and, and all the sort of infomercials and, you know, what's going on with the commanders and, you know, we've, we've kind of, and it's like 9.15 and, oh, let me say, let me get my liturgy of the hours in, you know, or... Are we giving God, you know, the, you know, from our, you know, our best time, you know, like early in the morning or right after dinner when we're still alert? Um, that could be something we can think about. I mean, even even like what the choice of mass when someone goes to, to, to actually goes to church in the temple, like how many people sort of take mass as something like, well, let me fit that in so I can do like we got we got sports games, we've got this, we got oh, we'll fit in mass at five o'clock so we can do everything else. So in other words, I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with that, and you're feeling your obligation for sure, and it's not a sin. But the question is, is are we sort of revolving everything around our life and then fitting God in, or are we revolving our life around God so that everything else fits in? You know, and, and I think, you know, some people have never been to Mass on a Sunday because, you know, it's cool on Saturday because they got so much to do on Sunday. It's like, whoa, 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 the Lord's Day is Sunday. So it's something to think about. You know, do we say, oh, wait, Mass is first on, on the weekend. And let's revolve everything around that rather than the other way around. Um, and I think even with, uh, you know, we got Thanksgiving coming up and, uh, you know, um, you know, maybe you could be the one to volunteer to do the turkey and not just, you know, bring, bring the chips, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'll give up my surplus or I'll bring a bottle of wine. It's so easy. You know, I can easily go, go get, pick that up. And it doesn't cost me anything. And, um, but there's many aspects where we can give from our, livelihood right and especially when it comes to service and i think you can't divorce these two you know today's feast and today's gospel which you know our lady learned to serve in the temple and that's why she and she loved our lord perfectly her son and um and she learned it in god's house and 
And I think, too, we have to learn from her, uh, you know, how to give from our heart and to be and really to be generous. And that's the, the fundamental virtue here. Like how generous are we with our time and our and uh, just things and, you know, looking out for people and uh, reaching out. It's a great thing to pray about, you know, because generosity is one of those virtues that is monumental in all the saints.